The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I uh, wanted to get talking about the Tech Frontier Mine. Uh, the federal government, as you probably heard, just weeks away from announcing the fate of the Tech Frontier Mine. It's one of Alberta's largest proposed oil sands projects. Uh, an independent review has given the green light, but word is some members, uh, some MPs in Justin Trudeau's government are pushing the PM to say no here at home. As you can imagine, the province warning the federal government better say yes to the proposal. Here is Global's Heather Urex-West. The federal government is just weeks away from announcing the fate of the Tech Frontier Mine, one of Alberta's largest proposed oil sands projects. As Heather Urex-West explains, the province is warning the feds they better say yes to the proposal. With just three weeks left until Ottawa decides the fate of a proposed oil sands mega project, the political rhetoric is ramping up. Let me be clear from Alberta's perspective, and we have made this clear with the federal government, this will be a clear indication on how serious the Prime Minister is and his government to working towards unity in this country. An independent review panel has already recommended the $20 billion Tech Frontier Mine proposal be approved. The company has signed agreements with 14 Indigenous groups in the area, but for a government committed to achieving net zero emissions by 2050, clearing the way for a project that would increase carbon emissions from the oil sands is complicated. The challenge that the feds have is what does that mean to the Paris commitments? Also, they're, they're taking heat from environmentalists because they bought Trans Mountain and they're pushing Trans Mountain through. Now they've got this frontier of mine on the other side. In our view... On Friday, the provincial government responded to reports that Ottawa was considering a compensation package for Alberta workers in the event cabinet rejects tech. But the federal finance minister says no decisions have been made. The uh, issues around uh, tech frontier are separate and distinct. That's going through a process that's going uh, to the cabinet. Uh, It's unrelated to the work that I'm doing uh, on thinking about how we can make sure that Alberta continues to have a robust economy. Alberta's government is calling for the mine's approval on its own merits, asking that the project not be politicized in any way. The warning that if it's rejected, there will be a political price to pay. Joining us this afternoon is Dr. Andrew Leach. Dr. Leach is an energy and environmental economist and associate professor at the Alberta School of Business, University of Alberta. Dr. Leach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, this project has been called essential for employment and growth in this province. Uh, We've heard it will create around 7,000 jobs and, if approved, uh, would produce about 260,000 barrels of oil a day by 2037. It sounds all good, of course, to to the province, but there's been a lot of talk about the amount of carbon dioxide it would produce as well. How is the Trudeau government going to balance its environmental commitment on this one and try not to fan the flames? Flames of anger in Alberta. There's a lot in that. I think first thing I'd start is don't go with will, but go with could. In the sense that this project is by no means guaranteed. Uh, the second thing I'd say is, is remember there there's more to the environment here than than just greenhouse gas emissions. There's tailings questions. There's reclamation questions. There's liability questions, etc. So the greenhouse gas issue is part of the the picture, but by no means the whole thing. So would that uh, suggest why uh, when tech uh, promised last week to aim to achieve that net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050, it really did little to, to, to quell some of the controversy around this? 
Uh, perhaps, but that wasn't also related just to this project. That was across their, their entire operations. And, and I think, you know, we have to, in a way, say tech's done a lot of things right here, right? They've done, done as you mentioned in the, in the lead, uh, wonderful work with First Nations. They've gone through the environmental process exactly as, as we've asked. Uh, but there's still, that doesn't mean that, that the project doesn't have issues. And, and the panel identified a number of them in, in their assessment. For those who don't know about those issues, can you point some of them out for us? Sure. So, so the ones that are in the federal ambit, uh, endangered species, impacts on Indigenous land use rights, impacts on water in the sense that uh, this project is still expected to have uh, permanent uh, tailings ponds but end of pit lakes on the landscape. It's expected to add, uh, I think I, I ran the numbers, about 100,000 Olympic swimming pools worth of tailings on the landscape by 2037. Uh, so this is significant environmental impact. They're, they're talking about moving water from the Athabasca River into another river basin, which the panel identified is currently illegal under the Water Act. Uh, so there are a lot of pieces of this puzzle that are not, uh, not 100% clear yet. So uh, wouldn't you pay to be a fly on the wall inside some of those meetings in Ottawa right now? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's a tough trade-off for them. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's one of those projects which has been made maybe more of a symbol than uh, an actual, not just a decision on the project, it's a a decision with a whole lot of symbolism behind it. And we've seen some of those uh, in the past in the oil sands as well, for sure. Let's talk uh, about this. Even if the Liberals give it the green light, you know, my question is, will it ever even go ahead? You've been talking recently about, I think, up to like 20 projects, other projects that are just sitting and waiting. What's what makes us believe this one might be any different? Well, I I don't think anything makes us believe that. And the CEO of Tech has said just as Mm -hmm. much. He said we are not in a position to build this project. We need a partner. We need pipelines and we need higher prices, which is you know, at least the, the pipelines and prices part is, is a thing that everybody's waiting for, and, and mostly the prices. That, you know, these are projects that were planned and, and in some cases approved on the basis of thinking of $100 a barrel of oil continuing. And since we haven't seen that, some of those projects have, have gone away or at least gone under the back burner. Dr. Dr. Leach, you know, buying the TM, the, buying the pipeline, buying TMX, and approving that expansion certainly didn't seem to do much to improve the relationship between Ottawa and Alberta. Although we have heard some softening of language, I would say, between you know Premier Kenny and even uh, Premier Mo over the past recent weeks. Politically, what impact do you think that this might have um, on the Trudeau government if it says yes or if it says no? Well, I'm, I'm far from a political analyst, so mm-hmm. t- take this for what it's worth. But I think you're right. And even in, in Premier Kenny's letter today to the Prime Minister, we saw, you know, even a softening of language around carbon pricing and, and emphasizing that the province itself has its own carbon pricing plan. And I think part of that is is seeing, you know, the, the big players in, in the industry here saying it is important for us not to be seen as an enemy of uh, action on climate change and, and pushing that, uh, pushing the government to that position in a way. And I think the, the Prime Minister's office is going to appreciate that as well. But you still have the problem that we're not on track to meet our Paris commitments, that the big symbol right now uh, of uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's work on this file is probably the pipeline. And, yeah. and I think that in some ways shades away from some of his very strong commitments on on climate change 
And so he's getting a lot of pushback to kind of make this a symbol in the other direction. It's interesting because um, Provincial Environment Minister when Jason Nixon said, I think on Friday, he was uh, telling Ottawa not to politicize the decision in any way, but then saying if, not if, if it's not approved, there will be a political price to pay. This whole thing is being politicized. Let's be real. Yeah, and, and it, it absolutely is. And I think what's what's even more frustrating and, and disturbing are the, the calls to national unity implications or yes. what have you. I mean, you know, we have a federal government and a federal cabinet that makes decisions on very important projects all the time. And if Alberta and, and or other provinces were sort of throwing their hands up in the air every time they disagreed with the decision of the government and saying, well, I'm done with Canada now, uh, we wouldn't get very far as a country. So I think we can maybe separate a project-level decision from, um, from that sort of national unity conversation that some people seem determined to have. Uh, Dr. Leach, uh, I know you're on a bit of a timeline, but I did want to pick your brain just a little bit, switching gear from uh, Frontier to TMX, um, and you know that that announcement on on Friday about the the price jump and how much it was going to cost um, to uh, to continue to expand this this uh, pipeline. Were you surprised by that number? What's going on there? Uh, surprised a bit by the the size of the number for sure. I think. What's going on is is mostly what Ian Anderson highlighted at the time to say, you know, delays cost money, uh, starts and restarts cost money, and the scale of negotiations over the project make it somewhat more expensive. The you know the important thing is that that every dollar that you spend on that project it gets captured back through shipping tolls, or almost every dollar is going to get captured back through shipping tolls, but that means that it's less advantageous for Alberta oil than it would otherwise be. Does it make it uh, more difficult for sell for selling somewhere down the down the line, like they've talked about? Probably not, in the sense okay. that you know you'll you'll see the as long as the pipeline's still underpinned by contracts with shippers, it, it doesn't really depend that much on that part. On that part. Uh, just before I was heading out the door to come down to uh, McCune University to do this show today, saw this come across the newswire saying that uh, Finance Minister Morneau, say, you know, talking about uh, the, the, the pipeline and saying although that the federal court has met its duty to consult with Indigenous peoples, the minister has announced a new set of consultations saying the government will be talking with up to 129 Indigenous groups to see if they are how they might take part in ownership of the Trans Mountain Pipeline and its expansion project. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that's great news. You know, the, the Federal Court of Appeal was never in a position of saying, tick the box, now you're done, uh, either that sort of honor of the crown, duty to our, our First Nations. Uh, there's route selection, there's construction, ongoing construction, there are going to be some decisions still the, the government or the operator has to make. And of course, there's the ownership one, and, and mm -hmm. at least from my view, having uh, First Nations participation or Indigenous participation and ownership of that pipeline would be would be wonderful. And Dr. Leach, want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. I appreciate your insight into this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take Andrew Leach joining us this afternoon, an and energy and environmental economist, associate professor at the Alberta School of Business at the University of Alberta. We're talking about that Tech Frontier mine. It is one of Alberta's largest proposed oil sound, sands projects. So we've been talking about it the other day, and we actually talked with the Federal Natural Resources Minister mm, last week, I think it was early last week, and we asked him about that. Time is ticking on this decision. Uh, the federal government has until uh, the end of this month to give it the green light 
or give it the red light. And as you heard Dr. Leach say, we're not, even if it does get the green light, not even sure if it will go ahead. And the president of tech suggested maybe even the same thing because of the price of oil right now. Dr. Leach has been uh, talking recently, and if you follow him on Twitter, you can see it for yourself as well, about a number of other projects that have been approved that have been given the green light. I think it was up to 20 of them, or just over 20 of them. And uh, nothing's happening with them either. So one of the interesting things is... um, there, there was this report earlier this week, or late last week, I think it was on Friday, and that was what uh, Jason Nixon was responding to. There was a, a Reuters report citing unidentified sources that, quote, the Liberal government is preparing an aid package for Alberta to dampen the impact if the mine proposed by tech resources is next. So... Um, we'll see what happens over this. We have uh, two weeks, just about, uh, well, two, two and a half weeks uh, left to go in February. So we'll be watching this closely. And again, the news that came uh, across uh, the, the newswire just late this afternoon or just on the way out the door that uh, the finance minister is going to announce a new set of consultations with Indigenous peoples, up to 129 Indigenous groups to see how they might take part in the ownership of the project. Um, so again, it's going. It's It's been approved, but want to expand some of these consultations.